so I went ahead with the conversation with her and told her exactly how I felt. And I, it was so uncomfortable. And I really wanted to just say, I'm so sorry. But because I was in this mindset of gratitude instead of apologies, I, I ended with, thank you. Thank you for letting me be so open um, and honest to ask for this and letting myself communicate this way. And she was just like, thank you for your honesty. And I'm going to talk with my husband and we'll see what's best. And she got back to me later today and said, yeah, everything's great. Um, you know, what the new price that you want, we agree to. And from that day on, we, we developed a friendship before, but it was great that after that day, it felt like our friendship was even stronger because, um, clearly like there was an honesty between us where we could both be who we really are, say what we really feel without apologizing, but appreciating that in each other. Thank you, thank you from my heart, from the bottom of my heart. Thank you, thank you from my heart, from the Stay connected to gratitude. Hit the follow button right now and join thousands of listeners tuning in each week. We're the Gratitude Seekers. Come join us. Hi, Gratitude Seekers, and welcome to a new episode of the Gratitude Podcast. Today, I have a wonderful guest for you, and uh, she's got an amazing story that has inspired me personally, and I thought that it will inspire you as well, and I really hope that it will. Her name is Amanda. She is a teacher turned stay-at-home mom, proficient in sport fighting and diaper-changing, uh, Amanda has a background in education and child development, but now she's a stay-at-home mom with her children and writes about them during nap times, like it's the case right now, as, as I understand from her. She, blog- <laughs> she blogs at stayathomepanda.com and she contributes to numerous online publications like the Huffington Post, uh, where I read the this inspiring story that I was telling you about and which led to this interview. So, um, Amanda, care to say a few words about yourself? I just appreciate you having me here. And yes, that's exactly what I do. I spend all my time with my children and write about it all while they're sleeping. (laughs) (laughs) That's so wonderful. I think that many women will be able to to resonate with this. Thank you. And it's wonderful that you uh, you do this and you take care of your children as as a main uh, main business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, I l- absolutely loved your your article, and uh, 
I think it's very powerful and your message uh, regarding this is very powerful. Um, care to say a few words of, uh, about it and how it uh, got to be born, to be created? Yes. Yeah, I, um, so the article is about how I replaced sorry with thank you when I'm talking and how I came to do that was I was laying in bed one day scrolling through Instagram and I saw a post um, from somebody I don't even know and it said something along the lines of switching or replacing sorry with thank you is very powerful and I just thought hmm I'm gonna try that you know I'm Consciously for two weeks, I'm just going to be very aware of the words I say. And anytime I go to say, sorry, so-and-so, I'm going to say, thank you. For instance, um, sorry, I'm being such a drag. I would say, thank you for listening to me. And just those little, little changes actually um, made a profound difference in not only the way I felt about myself, but my relationships. Um, I noticed one day, uh, my husband, he works a lot. He's a resident physician. Um, but he told me, go out, go shopping one day. And he said, so what, will you be home in 45 minutes, an hour? And I, I really took much longer than that. And when I got back to the car and I called him, I felt I was going to say, sorry, I took so long. And instead I said, thank you so much for giving me the freedom to just go be by myself. And it felt like I was worthier in those words. And it also to him felt like he was appreciated more, you know? And so um, I just wrote about all those changes and it's really changed. It's changed everything. And I feel like uh, it's a lasting difference. This and is some rewiring. This is amazing. Like, I didn't even imagine that you can uh, actually use it, use gratitude in this way. And um, I think it helps a lot with uh, with your self-esteem. Like, uh, instead of focusing, oh, I'm so small, oh, I'm so not worthy or something like Such that. Such an inconvenience. Everything I do and need is an inconvenience. And it's changed that. Yeah, exactly. And it, I think it's... Uh, brilliant way to, to use gratitude to shift from being I'm small I'm oops, other people have to do things for me and I, I have to feel small and I don't know to uh, actually being grateful for uh, the fact that they are understanding for the fact that they are listening for the f and I, I love the way you switched it also with uh, with the story you you told us about your husband and uh, the fact that you you did an inner change first, I think, as as I understand. Exactly. Yes. And yeah. first, yeah, firstly, you chose gratitude. You felt it, and you chose it uh, instead of focusing. Oh my God, I it took so much longer. <laughs> mm -hmm. And the funny thing is, is I feel like I was always apologizing before because I thought it was. A polite thing to do. Sorry, sorry. It seems so polite when really giving that gratitude is much kinder. You know, people appreciate it because they don't need to excuse you. They don't need to say, oh, it's okay. Or, you know, they just say, hey, you're welcome. You know, makes them feel more appreciated. 
Exactly, exactly. And I love uh, the fact that you take gratitude into practice like many people like it's polite to say i'm sorry it's also polite to say thank you and yes. many people use thank you and ju they just say the words but they don't just they don't feel it mm -hmm. and i think uh, i think this this is brilliant because you actually feel it first and people can feel the difference Yes, I think you're right. And like you said, it's an inner working first, you know. Exactly. And that's where the difference comes from. They can tell it. That, you, that it's coming from a place you really reached within, not just... Not just yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, and also, uh, I love the story about uh, asking for a raise from, uh, from your friend. <laughs> I, I love that also. Yes, that was tricky. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure. Can can you say a few words about it? Yes, I um, started watching a few um, a few children in my home, and for one particular woman, um, her daughter's two years old, and I was watching her, and well, I still do. And um, the price we agreed on was j just very low, and it was my doing. I was the one that suggested that, and as time went on, I realized this isn't making much sense for me, you know? And so I realized that I had to ask for, um, ask for a raise. I needed more money for what I was doing. And um, so I went ahead with the conversation with her and told her exactly how I felt. And I, it was so uncomfortable and I really wanted to just say, I'm so sorry. But because I was in this mindset of, gratitude instead of apologies i i end it with thank you thank you for letting me be so open um, and honest to ask for this and letting myself communicate this way and she was just like thank you for your honesty and i'm going to talk with my husband and we'll see what's best and she got back to me later today and said yeah everything's great um you know what the new price that you want, we agree to. And from that day on, we, we developed a friendship before, but it was great that after that day, it felt like our friendship was even stronger because um, clearly like there was an honesty between us where we could both be who we really are, say what we really feel without apologizing, but appreciating that in each other. I, I think this is awesome. And mm -hmm. The fact that you you had the courage to do it, and um, what I love about about this story is the fact that you uh, like in the in the past story, um, you made the, a conscious switch between feeling uh, like you should be sorry for asking for more to feeling grateful about being able to do this, being able to be open. Mm -hmm. uh, I think this this puts you in a, in a whole different position, and exactly. the other person feels it, and they respect you more. This is interesting. That is definitely a big thing I felt is that I was not assuming the lower position in relationships, and that's not to say I was, you know, being more powerful or anything like that. It was more about um, empowering myself and not not being the small one, you know, and 
not being bigger than anybody either, but just just knowing my worth and not not apologizing for that. You know, that's exactly how I felt when I was asking for the raise. Like I wanted to apologize about knowing that I was worth more. And I was like, no, I can't because I don't feel sorry for this. It's simply my truth. So instead I'm going to say, thank you for letting me express my truth. And people do feel that. I think when you're very apologetic, people can take advantage of that too, or see you as it definitely can be seen as a weakness and it is. Exactly. Exactly. And it's, it's wonderful that you get to have uh, not necessarily a position of power where you dominate the other, but a position of power within yourself. Like that's what it you, is. Yeah. You know, your, you know, your worth, you know, you're grateful for, being able to express it, you're grateful for, you appreciate yourself. And mm -hmm. in that way, you you can communicate differently. And the other pers person feels that and they appreciate you more. And it's beautiful. Um, I didn't know the um, how it continued, the, the story. The fact that you actually got to, to be even better friends, even though you did something that if you would say, I'm sorry, I'm so small, they might have she might have respected you less and even if this is something that we don't do because we are bad human beings but if we feel this in other people that they are small and uh, weak and we have a tendency to to dominate to to uh, feel better about ourselves by doing something to the other person which is weaker This is how we are as, as human beings. But when the other person is also at least equal or she feels okay uh, inside, we feel another kind of relationship. And this is beautiful that you yeah. managed to do. It's I a mutual it. respect, you know? It's, exactly. It's like, oh, she's worthy of respect because she knows her worth. <laughs> exactly, exactly. This is beautiful. So... Um, Um, Amanda, what I wanted to ask you is, do you have a definition uh, of gratitude for yourself? Like, what does gratitude mean for you? Oh, well, gratitude for me, um, it's funny because I've incorporated gratitude into my life so much in the past year or so, and it's really gotten me out of some very dark times. Um, and at first I didn't really, um, I, I was just trying to get out of these dark times. I didn't know what I was doing. And m my practice of gratitude kind of took me out of the darkness. And so um, the definition of it for me is about um, I just say thank you all the time, <laughs> aloud, and uh, I don't really know to who, but to whoever is listening and responding, because to all those thank yous and appreciation, I do get a response. It's crazy. Um, so definition is tricky, but it's kind of that interchange between myself and the universe of... I appreciate whatever's coming my way, um, opportunities, health, happiness, 
And when I express that gratitude, it seems to invite more of it. And um, so I would say that gratitude is definitely like this ongoing dialogue and this gift exchange, you know, where I'm grateful, which is a gift. And in turn, it gives me more. And it's just this beautiful ongoing transaction. <laughs> That's so beautiful. Thank you. Um, I think that this is the beauty of, uh, of having gratitude as a practice and as a constant in our life because we get to appreciate the things that we already have and other things that we appreciate come naturally yes. because we are open to them. Yes. And like I said, when I wasn't, when, when I was using it to get me out of darkness, I was just, I, I was starting with nothing because although I have so much to be grateful for, if you're in a dark time, sometimes it doesn't work to just say, Oh, thank you for my kids, my house, you know, th yes, you can think of all these things you're grateful for, but if you're really suffering, sometimes that's, you know, too big. But I would say I would sit outside and I would just talk aloud and I would say, thank you for being with me, like to whatever um, higher sorcerers think, please be with me and thank you. And I, I really didn't feel that at first, you know, but through saying it, it came to me and it was the wildest thing. And it kind of, um, made it where I wasn't so sure, but I did it anyway. And through the response that this gave me, it's really solidified my practice of it. This is a great idea, actually, um, because there are people that, for some people, it works uh, if they write it down. For mm -hmm. other people, it works if they, I don't know, if they draw something or they take a picture or something like this. And I think uh, speaking it out loud uh, works great for some people. So this is a, a, a great idea. Um, I, I, I also do something something like this. Like uh, whenever I can think about a certain thing to be grateful about, uh, just saying thank you several times, it brings me in, in the state like... Uh, my brain says, okay, you must be thankful for something. So, okay, I'm going to give you the feeling. Yes. <laughs> and afterwards, things come. Yes, it's very true. And that's, I, I do something similar, exactly. You just go outside and I'll just say, thank you, thank you. And as soon as you say that, then yes, it's kind of, uh, you know, your brain then sees it, looks for it because you're in that state. Exactly, exactly. It's it's wonderful how how this works like like magic. <laughs> It really is. So uh, beside this, do you do something specifically when it's not that easy to be grateful? Um, it's just my practice with it has been so powerful within the last year that even when I'm having a bad day or don't feel necessarily grateful uh thank yous just really <laughs> work so well to bring me back to a place and yes it doesn't need to be necessarily a specific thing but for everything just for uh the experience of it all and the process of it all like even when it is difficult when i just 
go out. I usually just go out and lay in the grass and I say, thank you. And it, it just works like magic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's funny, the, the, the simple things, like you said, like lying in the grass, it's, it's not something that um, people usually think of as happiness or as success or something like that. But sometimes it, if you're doing that and you're feeling grateful, uh, you don't even think of, you feel so fulfilled somehow and you don't even think about all kinds of worldly success that, that uh, should make you happy, right? Yeah. Yes, that's really changed for me a lot too recently. And um, another powerful thing about feeling the gratitude is inviting my children to do it with me because this is usually a very private practice. You know, well, when my little one naps, my older one will have his TV time and he'll come out back sometimes and say, Mom, I, I want a sandwich. I want to eat. And I'll just say, come here, come here. And I'll tell him, you know, lay with me. What are, what are you thankful for? And the things that come out of his mouth, too, are very, very profound. And it's, it's nice to share that with him. And, you know, it keeps that feedback loop going, you know. That's wonderful. Uh, I think the, the best way uh, to teach gratitude is to, to do gratitude yourself. And mm-hmm. actually doing this with, with, uh, with your son as well is, is awesome. And yeah. I, I think this, this will make a, a huge difference in, in his life because <laughs> gratitude is so much more important from my point of view. Of course, I'm, I'm a bit biased by, by this, mm-hmm. but um, then I don't know going to the best college in the world or having the highest paid job or things like that. Yes. Yeah. That's my practice of gratitude has really made me like feel that there is no failure too. you know, when I don't succeed at something, I still feel grateful for the message of what I get out of that supposed failure or the process or some, cause I, I love to write and sometimes I'll spend two hours writing and I don't really produce anything that's worthy of sharing. And I say, thank you for that time to sit there with my own thoughts, you know, even if it doesn't produce anything that I'm going to share with others or make money off of. um, You find that there is no failure with gratitude because there's always something to be thankful for. Exactly, exactly. And it helps you with uh, building uh, yourself, yourself from within, like your confidence. Like if you think, okay, this was a failure and you start criticizing yourself. Oh my God, how could I do this? Two hours and I produce nothing. And uh, you feel bad about yourself. And the next time you won't you won't be better if you criticize yourself. But if you are grateful for the fact that you you did this and you gave yourself the time to do this and you're okay with it and uh, you have compassion for yourself, um, you can build on that. The next time it might be something brilliant that will, yes. but if you criticize it like, oh, maybe I should quit. Maybe I should not do this or something Absolutely. like that. So that's yeah. actually destructive, not constructive. And I think gratitude helps with being constructive with your life. And we don't always succeed at what we do. 
I, I know myself also uh, uh, have had a lot of experiences when I wanted to uh, succeed at, at something and I didn't. And uh, it was so much better to uh, to feel the gratitude of what I actually managed to uh, to create and what actually was good in the situation. And that helped me go to the next level. Because in many situations, if we uh, feel like we should succeed until, I don't know, a certain time, a certain date, like, um, and we don't do that, we get to to be very harsh on ourselves and we might actually quit something that we might actually succeed in time if we have patience and uh, appreciate ourselves for the effort that we did. Absolutely. I agree 100%. And uh, that's why I was thinking uh, when you mentioned your son, uh, if you could go back in time, like when, when you weren't grateful and it was very hard for you to be grateful, uh, what would you tell your, young, your younger self about gratitude? I would say that life isn't happening to you, it's responding to you because that's the biggest change that gratitude has made in my life. I see that, that I'm creating this life, you know? So, and I feel like when you're not grateful, it's, um, it's, you kind of feel, um, powerless. You feel like a victim. Things are happening to you and you realize with the right attitude, the right mentality that you're, creating your life and definitely an attitude of gratitude uh, makes the best one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What I also uh, have seen in my experience that um, even the, the successful people, like they don't, they're not happy all the time unless they choose to be, even if they have worldly success of some kind of an ad, of, uh, or other, if even if you have money, uh, like large sums of money, that doesn't lead directly to to happiness, to uh, being grateful. If you're not able to be grateful, it doesn't matter how many millions you have in your bank account, because that's that that doesn't correlate directly with with happiness. Yes, which and, is why you just need to be grateful for every part of the process you know exactly my writing sometimes i get published places that excite me so much and i feel so accomplished like i finally made it and then after a few days of that it goes away you know that high doesn't stay with me that sense of accomplishment so the days when i toil by myself and don't share it with anybody i I'm still grateful that I'm doing what I love to do, even if it's not quote unquote successful, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Because life isn't like, it would be impossible to, to be like a success after another success, 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 every time success and every time at a higher level, because if we, um, most probably most of us uh, listening to this and uh, me and you, have reached some kind of success one way or another. Mm -hmm. But uh, we don't feel it's success anymore because we've reached it already. And mm -hmm. it's like, okay, we're good. And it and comes from within, not that 
external, you're succeeding, you know, somebody else telling you that you're good enough, you know, when it comes from within. And that's definitely the lasting. Exactly, exactly. And on this, on this uh, ladder of success, let's say, um, we 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 have so many failures in in the uh, in the gap time, so 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 called failures. So if we are grateful for the journey from one success to another, uh, this is the most important thing. Actually, we we shouldn't wait for uh, one point in time when when we will be able to okay. If I just reach this goal, then I then I will be happy, and then everything will fall into place, and everything will be great. Well, it it many things can change for the better, which is great always. Um, but if you appreciate what you already have more, it's being there. You get to appreciate that even more. And if you don't appreciate the, the the journey itself, when you get there, you can't appreciate it as well. So, That's true. yeah, at least this is. Yeah, this is this was my experience in the past when uh, I got to to reach a certain level or to um, find some kind of success, not huge success, but uh, smaller ones. And I thought that okay, everything will be great from then on and uh, like that it took a like you said it took a, a few days it was beautiful but afterwards if i i didn't get to uh to feel grateful about the success that i already had and uh, the process of getting there it it was dry it was it, it didn't uh, make any sense emotionally and this yeah. is this is how we live we live through emotions and mm-hmm. this is this is the most important thing that uh, that we want to have in our lives we ha- we want to have happiness which is an emotion gratitude um all kinds of joys and laughter so these are the things that actually make us happy and this is what we actually want um so b- beyond this this practice that you that you tell, told us about um do you do anything else uh, consistently that help helps you being uh, to be grateful or when you began this journey uh, on gratitude did you do did you have some kind of practices that you did um mostly the the daily kind of i call it prayer um which is just focused on um, being grateful, saying thank you. Um, I also, uh, with my family, do journal writing, which is, you know, sometimes more consistent than others, but as like a nighttime routine, we'll write in a journal together about the things we're grateful for. And it's just one of those things that um, really does seem to rewire the brain and the way you process and see things and I think as a family we benefit as from that you know coming together to be grateful and teaching our children how to live that way because like you said I think it really is a good defense against 
failure and really good way to process life. Exactly, exactly. And uh, the funny thing about this, uh, this exercise that you, you mentioned that you do uh, before going to bed um, is the fact that many times, we, many days are actually happy days, but we, we're so much into the action of doing things that we don't even realize that it was a beautiful day, that we actually uh, had amazing meetings and amazing people in our, our day, and beautiful things have happened, but we didn't take the time to, to, to appreciate them, to see, yeah. oh my God, that was so beautiful. Oh. I ran into that friend. Oh my God. I, and Children all- too love to reflect on those things at the end of the day. Like they always want to go through the day and talk about the good things that happen and even the bad parts because in talking about the bad parts, you can see how it was good too, you know, and you kind of address some hangups you may have had during the day, but say, but we resolved it or we got this out of it. And, um, I always ask my children what they like about themselves before they go to bed. What did you do good? What, what are you good at? You know, kind of appreciating themselves. And, you know, it's, it's great because that's something, you know, I'm learning right along with them to be thankful for myself and receive my own goodness and to, uh, for that to not be, um, narcissistic but healthy you know yeah i love it i love i love the idea of uh, stating what you uh, appreciate about yourself this is this is wonderful and with my children i tell them all the time you, you don't need to be extraordinary at any one thing it can be the simple things did you hug your brother today and were you a kind person and Did you sing that song really well? You know, you don't need to be the smartest or the fastest or the best at anything. It can be the ordinary things, you know? Wow. I I think this is really powerful. I'm just imagining how, how it can, how it should be for, uh, for them. Like um, instead of being criticized that they are not doing this or they're not getting A's all the time or I don't know things like that uh, to to appreciate the things that they are already doing that, that they are that are good I think this is really really powerful and yeah and doing it together I practice it with them you know because I'm kind of leading them through it but it affects the way I feel like I don't need to be the best most impressive mother like I don't need to be throwing amazing birthday parties all I need to be doing is loving the way I do you know and so you know and teaching them to love themselves through the little things I'm doing it too this is amazing so um, gratitude seekers uh, if you have kids make sure you do this practice I think it's absolutely brilliant and I think it's it, it's extremely helpful for for your children, and uh, this is a great tip. Thank you, Amanda. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Uh, so, um, as a last question, <laughs> um, do you have some people in your life that you are grateful for and that you would like to mention? Well, 
my children and my husband mostly because they're the people I practice this gratitude with every day and the people I feel most blessed to be with. So that's uh, Josh, Javin, and Asher. Thank you. <laughs> that's wonderful. That's wonderful. Thank you so much for um, accepting my invitation and for being here with us. I think you, you sh you've shared some amazing tips that I'm sure that will, will influence a lot of people in a very positive way. Uh, so thank you very much for being here and for sharing this with us. Thank you for having me. Hey, Gratitude Seeker. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this interview. I really appreciate it. And if you could think of one person that would also benefit from it, share it with them. It might actually be the inspiration that they need to make their day or maybe even their life much better. Thank you so much once again. This has been Georgian Benta. Don't forget to keep seeking and spreading gratitude.